Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ivy Podcast. My name is Kayla Jenkins. My name is Jaden Watson. My name is Jordan Vons. My name is Alexandria Musgrave. My name is Alexis Agarat. And today, we are here to discuss how financial awareness impacts young adults' experiences when dealing with money. So before we get started, I wanted to ask y'all a question. What do you find yourself, like, spending money the most on? Ooh, (laughs) that's a good one. I think I probably, and this isn't a healthy app, this isn't a healthy habit, but I spend the most money on food, unfortunately. I don't like cooking. What? (laughs) Like, cooking is amazing. But I get it, like, sometimes we can be, like, kind of busy with our jobs or, like, our internships during the day. Like, you come home, you're tired. Like, yeah. For me, I would say getting my nails done and, like, just, like, self-care in general. For myself, personally, I would say retail therapy. Um, anytime I'm stressed, I will sit in bed at night and order something offline. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with Alex. I think the most, like, money that I spend stuff on is, like, food, to be honest with you. I'm kind of the same. I already mentioned Like, I get home, it's late, I'm tired. Like, I'm just like, okay, let me give me some Chipotle or Chipotle something. Like, call it a day. But that yeah. also includes, like, grocery shopping. Like, I'll just be putting stuff in my cart because, like, you know, I don't make a list. And then all of a sudden, like, it's, like, the bill. Like, whoa, like, okay. Sometimes you got to download certain apps that have, like, coupons and stuff. Like, so you can be, hey, you get there, it takes off this amount of money. Like, yeah. You just gotta no, know. It's, it's funny because I remember growing up, my mom would always have coupons for things, and I would get annoyed because I'm like, girl, we got a place to go. Why is it taking you so long? But saving money is so important to me now. I'm actually glad you said that, Alex, because it kind of gets into like our first topic is how do you feel about your parents having access to your financial information? Um, I, <laughs> I mean, personally for me, I don't mind it. It's taught me actually a lot of financial awareness. Um, I know growing up, my parents were able to put a like a lock on my savings account. So anytime I put money in there, mm-hmm. I would not be able to access that money. But as I got older, now I'm able to access that money, and I kind of have to balance in between keeping my money in my savings account and leaving it there. So they kind of give you like a little limit on there, like yeah, uh, kind of like disciplining you a little yeah. bit. That's smart. Yeah, I actually have to agree with Jaden. I feel like. I don't really mind having my parents on my bank account just so they can, like, you know, make sure that everything's, like, I'm not spending too much and mm-hmm. too little time, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, just saving money, I feel like they would help me with that. I would honestly have to agree with both Jordan and Jaden, only because of the simple fact that I don't really know much about finances, so I just really depend on my mom's judgment mm-hmm. and, like, you know what she says. I know she's not going to, like, you know take money out of my account or do anything that's like you know grimy so like I truly just trust her it all no it all depends on the parent um because sometimes like your parent they possibly need that money and it's kind of heartbreaking when it's like mom what happened to two hundred dollars that was just in my account (laughs) well baby I had to um get some grocery shopping you live in this house right I'm looking like wait mom let me know I it's one thing being generous with like hey, you can have this, it's fine, but, like, at least let me know, like, let me understand what's going on. And I don't know if y'all have this, but I have a nosy daddy. (laughs) And my dad is like, Alexis, 
um, what you was doing the other day? I seen you was at XYZ. Because he seen how much I spent oh, at a really? certain place. I'm looking like, wait, get out my business, Dad. Get out my business. <laughs> so it's just like a, I understand you're checking up on, on me, but it's like, it's the privacy aspect. Like, that's right. what I really wanted to highlight with this. Yeah, I mean, I would suggest, honestly, getting a Cash App card because the first one is free if you order it and it just kind of, like, helps you have your own sense of privacy and, like, buying whatever you, not whatever you want, but, you know, just buying things that you need and that you want and... <laughs> no, it's okay, it's okay. Like, having a Cash App card, my mom is more comfortable with like online purchasing like buying online and stuff because really? it's like you don't want to link your actual good card with something as simple as like Shein or something on Amazon because a lot of people get scammed sometimes mm -hmm. like it depends on where you're spending this money at sometimes it can be like online shopping like on Amazon or something or like a false I don't know website that's trying to sell I don't know Gucci or something like that you know some some website <laughs> yeah, no, some like websites be like I got this for like um, a discounted price or something like that. Right. Or even when it comes to like traveling out of the country and stuff, I know for me personally, I don't use my debit card or credit card when I travel. I either always take out cash or I use my cash app card. I actually have a different experience. I don't have a cash app card, so I normally just rely on my debit card, mm -hmm. which I actually use at the USF Credit Union because I don't have to worry about other things I forget but my mom signed me up my freshman year and she said there were some good benefits to having it mm -hmm. um, but yeah I just normally rely on my debit card I mean me too to be honest with you I don't have a cash app card yet I just honestly I've been too lazy to even like look into it mm -hmm. which is like a lot of things um, but I also use my debit card a lot because that is like the sole thing that I use I don't really use cash anymore and yeah. I don't have a credit card either which is something that I want to start getting into and start building credit, but it's just been like the cash app card. I just haven't actually gotten into it. And then it's another thing with like my parents and trusting me and being able to like, you know, pay off the credit card. But like, even though I don't have one right now, at least like, I would at least like for them to teach me like, what is it, what does it mean to have credit, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Kayla, because credit is not something that I really learn about or like talk about much mm -hmm. and so I feel like I just really want to learn how to what it means to have credit and right. like how to upkeep it and not have bad credit because that's like a fear yeah. of mine honestly <laughs> a big one. but yeah just learning how to maintain your credit I guess and like keep it I mean personally for me I just got a credit card um, and I walked through it with my parents it's actually um, pretty simple um, and it's a lot more simple than I thought it would be. I've always been scared. Like, every time somebody brings up a credit card, I'm yeah. like, no, because that's how it's pretty much, like, was taught to me. Like, no, you don't want a credit card. Like, don't get one. But I finally got one, um, and pretty much you just, I just apply. Um, and then within, like, that next two days um, of the week I applied, I was approved for a certain amount, um, and I just make, like, small payments on it, like, little mm -hmm. things, like, either, like, gas every like yeah. so often or like I'll put like maybe like a bigger purchase on it if I go get something like I know I put my cap and gown on it yeah um Ooh. and then I'll pay it off but yeah that was my first purchase so yeah I do That's have a exciting. question yeah. so do you pay it off at the end of like every month and do you have to pay it off in full so 
you want to pay it off in full because if not, then your interest is going to increase. However, um, so I know particularly for me, they send me an email. So I have the app and I, I can see the day that it, my um, purchase is due. So you just keep up with mm -hmm. the email or I like they said to get the app. I can see when it's due. I can make small payments on it. Like when I get paid a certain amount, if I know I have a credit card statement due, I'll put a little bit on it and then I'll pay the next pay period a little bit on it. Okay. I was going to say I actually have a credit card, but it's connected to my mom's account and mine is strictly for emergencies. Mm -hmm. I don't really trust myself with credit sometimes just because I don't know a lot about it. But I like how I'm connected to her account, her account because when she pays it off on time and helps build my credit Ooh. for the future because yeah. I know it's so important. It is it is honestly important. Like I know after college we're all looking for like our big old nice houses or like personal <laughs> apartments and stuff. Honestly. And it's like you need to have your credit because they're gonna look at you like, are you responsible enough to get this um, like checked off? Because mm -hmm. a lot of places they won't approve you to yeah. get your dream apartment if you don't have certain things as your credit in order of like having your financial stability kind yeah. of. And it's a liability because we are so young. Mm -hmm. So when they see that we have a low credit, they don't really trust us to do that. So I think it's really important for us to get started at a young age to build our credit so we're able to move forward and do better things at an earlier age. What age range would you think is best? Because I know some kids, you hear it in like Lifetime movies where they're getting it at like high school or something like that or even yeah. underneath that and then you just hear a whole bunch of bad experiences with that. So Honestly, I wouldn't say an age. It just comes with maturity, I want to believe. Mm -hmm. Because some people might be ready for it at 18 while others might not be ready until they graduate or they're like 24 years old in grad school. Mm -hmm. I think it just is a situational thing and it just depends on if you're ready financially and that you are aware. Yeah, I definitely agree with Alex, especially um, nowadays, like a lot of kids financially are in different places. Like I know, for instance, like my cousins, they do a lot of finances on their own. So they've taught themselves how to like how a credit card works. Like, whereas me, I'm completely lost. I, I have no idea I'm learning as the day goes by. So it definitely depends on the person, the individual. I wanted to mention about spending more than you have because you kind of talked about like it depends on the individual and personally for me I will say I'm guilty of it like of course like I see the amount that I have in like my banking account but like if I see that tell Feezy and it's <laughs> like or if I see like food like knowing that I just went grocery shopping I have food that I can make at the house I'm gonna go to Chick-fil-A like regardless like knowing that like I should be spending better and I've already tried making like a budget sheet mm -hmm. like I've already tried doing like the monthly things like whenever I get like you know paid and all that stuff but um is anyone know? no that's honestly me like if I have seven dollars in my account and my Chick-fil-a order is six dollars and 88 cents <laughs> I'm gonna still get it I'm gonna still get it but even though that's like a bad decision but I mean I really wanted to highlight that materialistic thing because, like, you're having people, oh, you have to wear X, Y, Z, and it's pretty bad because it all goes back to, like, dealing with people, say, say for instance, you're in school, right? You remember way back when you had to make sure you had the, the cleanest um, Converse shoes yeah. and the fresh, <laughs> like, bow ties and stuff like this, like, just something like that. Um, 
because it's more of like just judgment that you get from society if you're not mm-hmm. meeting into that materialistic thing. Right. I feel like that kind of plays on with, because um, I didn't go to a private school where I had to wear like uniform, like clothes. Like yeah. you were free to express yourself however you wanted to. So every day it was either Justice, Forever 21. Like I was going to step every day like as I should. Like <laughs> no, I had to. I feel like when I was younger, I was definitely a material girl. I think I've grown out of it just a tad because okay. money can money money a little tight. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. It can get a little rough when you're paying your own rent and you're paying your own bills. But I am guilty from every now and then spending money when I know I should not. And so you really I should definitely be putting yeah. that money in my savings account, but same as Jordan I'm gonna stop by Chick fil A. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Sometimes you have to treat yourself and reward yourself. I mean, don't true. get me wrong, it's always important to have savings in the savings account because you never know what's gonna happen. Right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you. Hey, Chick fil A got my money, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and they make it so much easier with the app and like earning points. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, I guess it's kind of like a scam because, like. <laughs> yeah, brand. I feel like brand loyalty is such a real thing. Because they get you with those deals, and it's just not, it's not just food companies, but yeah. it's clothing companies, every company, to be honest. And they on, they have their own credit cards, too, that you yeah. can apply yeah, for. they do. They literally get you at the register. I know when I used to work at retail, so I used to wait to the people, they have a big purchase, you know, they bring up all their clothes, and I'm like, I can save you 20% off today. <laughs> and then I leave out that it's a store credit card, but I'm promoting mm-hmm. it, and, you know, and then... Obviously, they know they're signing up for a store credit yeah. card, but all they hear is a 20% off, and there they go. Just like that, they got a store credit card. Especially around, like, holiday season. Because yeah. I used to work at Victoria's Secret, and we used to get them. We used to be like, oh, it's a free robe, a free blanket today. <laughs> yeah. And you sign up, you get 20% off, not realizing, hey, you need to go back and That's pay it in cash, yeah. too. Not You can't just swipe your card. You have to act- yeah, you have to actually come back into the store and pay in cash with the amount that you had on that credit card. I did not, I did not know that. that. Yeah. So you need to know what you're signing up for before you do it. I know that's right, Alex. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> not shame. <laughs> okay, with that being said, what is society's overall perception on money? This is a good question, honestly. Because I feel like there's a lot of, like, I wouldn't say false perceptions, but just, like, a lot of things that are just not realistic, mm-hmm. like, especially in terms of social media, there's a lot of things Very that true. you just comp- try, you, it's not like you mean to, but you compare yourself to these people that you, like, look up to, and it's hard to, like, realize that you are in college, you're a college student, and you're not going to have your life together at the age of 21. Yeah. So, yeah. Or that their life isn't really what it's showing. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people, they're on Instagram, they have Gucci and Louie. And you never actually know their financial circumstances. I thought about that. Um, it was like a, was, like you know, like the rapper girlfriends, like they have their own, like you know, businesses, like they're making money. Today, I realized that like they're like twenty two and twenty three, and I was just like, for a second, I was like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing here? Yeah. But then I had to realize I was just like, everyone has like their own path. There's like, you know, everyone takes their different, you know, route when it comes to making money. Unfortunately, I don't have a rapper or basketball or NBA <laughs> player, you know. But that's good for them, but it's not for me. And I feel like, honestly, overall with social media, it is like a facade. Like, that's really what it's supposed to be for. Like, it's supposed to show everyone else, like, you know, what they're not supposed to see, basically. And that pertains to money because 
I see blue strips on $100 bills all the time. Yeah. People fading out money on their arms and stuff. And I feel like it's actually become, like, a, if I can say, like, a trend or, like, almost like a culture to where it's, like, you have to, like, be posted up in front of a car. Or you have to, like, show, like, your whole entire, like, bags that you got. Like, your Burberry bags, your Louis bags, like, and post it. Make it a thing. Like, try to put some aesthetics in there. Yeah. Do whatever. Like, it's, like, a real thing. It's, it's honestly, like, if you really sit back and, like, think about it, it's kind of, like damaging to our society in terms of like how we think about money and like prioritizing money it is like i don't know if y'all seen this it's this one girl she kind of photoshops yeah she photoshops jordans on her and like the uh, car behind it's, it's kind of like no it was kind of oh concerning because it's like you really like is that what you want to be viewed as a person that's that's your main focus no the thing wasn't real like it was poorly done it was kind of like a laughing stock because it's like she was trying so hard to fit into that societal need of like being this particular person like she ended up as a joke yeah i think social media in general is not very authentic people are constantly putting their best foot forward and just hearing that story first of all never even heard of that but it's kind of sad that people feel that pressure to be someone they're not. Yeah. I definitely think that when people say the phrase money can't buy happiness, I think in today's society, that is not the truth. Like, I know when I'm, like, on a budget, I'm, like, all frustrated and flustered. I'm like, oh, I can't do this, can't mm-hmm. do that. But when I have money, I'm, like, not thinking about anything. Just sweating. <laughs> Just going on every day. So, yeah, I definitely think that um, that phrase... To an extent, I agree. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. feel like of course, like, money makes you happy, but I feel like for those people, whenever they do have the money, I feel like it ends up, like, realizing that they're not happy with it, like, how they truly thought they were. Like, the goal is to make money. I feel like that's the other thing about, like, society in general. Like, we're all taught to, like, be ashamed to say, like, oh, yeah, no, like, I don't have this money, like, right now. Like, and you're going to do anything you can to make sure, like, you know, yeah. everyone else thinks that you have it like that. So... Yeah, I think with the money can't buy you happiness statement, when you think about it on a perspective of how people can work so much that they can neglect their own relationships and the mm-hmm. finer things in life, yeah, that's true. it can ruin a lot of important things in that person's life. Yeah. yeah. I see that a lot in like Lifetime movies or like VT movies. They have the dad working so much and they don't come home to have relationships with their kids right. and they're wondering why... Like, oh, dad wasn't really in my life because dad was too busy trying to meet up to that need of providing for his family. Not to say, like, his, um, I would say, like, motivation is not there to Mm -hmm. provide for them. But it's just like, hey, dad, sometimes I need you home to be here for my cheerleading match or something like that. And there's a balance. You really have to learn how to make sure you have your priorities in order where you got to... Make sure you're making money for your family or, well, I mean, we're young, but yeah. you got to make sure you're taking care of yourself financially, but also not neglecting not neglecting your other responsibilities and what you want in life or what you care about in life. As someone who has tried working while being in, um, you know, a full-time student, mm-hmm. I couldn't be, like, that workaholic. Like, you know, everyone wants to, like, make money, but for me, I could not handle being in orgs, 
working and doing school with like you know performing the best that I could possibly do so like yeah. that was like a talk I had to kind of have with like my parents like trying to figure out how I could do that because working like if you think about it you're working like almost eight hours a day yeah. and that eight those eight hours like those are like vital especially like for mm-hmm. for me personally like as a science major I have a science-based major like I need to be studying 24-7 and then also like not even with like orgs or school sometimes you just need that time for yourself and I realized that while I was working I was neglecting the orgs that like you know I committed to I was neglecting like my friends because I didn't have time for them so I feel like even like on a college level that kind of applies like of course like I'm not saying like no one work you know work but like if it doesn't work for you like try to like find a balance if you can yeah so even though we are college students, how do y'all plan or have y'all thought about planning how to produce your own generational wealth? Like for me personally, mine is more so based off of like my outline that I've already kind of made for my life. Mm-hmm. I know it's not going to be set in stone, but for me, I want to of course like continue with going on a vet school and, you know, do my years, do my times in vet school, but also like, you know, working on the side, possibly at like a clinic or wherever I can. And then after that, after getting my specialty, hopefully, you know, making or building my own clinic and having like a, I don't want to share my ideas, but (laughs) having like a clinic, a doggy daycare and like a, like a pet smart, almost like kind of like a, a collaborative pet, pet smart, but like Kayla's pet smart, you know, Aww. like a black owned pet smart, <laughs> and then hopefully, um, my children, like I'm not gonna force them to go into veterinary medicine, but yeah. it's something that they can have that will constantly be producing income, and hopefully, like can you know reach other cities, other areas, and hopefully other states. But that's my personal plan on like how I wanna, you know, build my generational wealth for those that come after me. Yeah, personally for me, I just go off like. What, seeing things that my dad have taught me and stuff. So, like, for me, I just want to have multiple means of income for mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. So, I'm a health major, so I could vision myself going to nursing school. And <laughs> on the side, I can do, like, real estate or something like that yeah. just to keep my income coming. And then eventually pass that on to my kids if I have any. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say the same thing as well, um, just watching my parents... Um, and what they do, um, they're big savers, so, um, I would just save a lot of money, probably 75%, and then the rest could be play money or vacation money of whatever I do, and then that way, whenever I grow up, um, my kids can always have money set aside for them, um, for emergencies or whatever they choose to spend it on with their families. Okay. Yeah, I love that, honestly, for you, but personally... I think I'm still kind of navigating how I'm going to build my economic legacy. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to figure out my major, let alone what I want to do in life and how I'll do that financially. But I will say my mom and my grandparents definitely inspired me by the way they set me up, and I just want to continue to build on their legacy. Right. So while I'm still figuring it out, I, I know I'm going to be okay in the end. You will. Yeah, <laughs> you will. Put, manifest that. Like right. Have good energy out there in the world. I know a lot of you were mentioning you're getting it from your parents or just people that are there for you. Me, I, I'm going to be a teacher. So I'm interacting with a whole bunch of kids during um, the time and I'm just going to educate them on what needs to be done. So say for instance, starting up early or just having conversations like this is very beneficial. Um, 
because sometimes you don't have that particular background to help you out or assist you in that way. Right. Um, and I know I had this advisor um, back in high school where she told me about any financial opportunities when in regards to like a whole bunch of scholarships, even if yeah, it's the smallest thing, she was like, she was like, go do it. So just being encouraging to them and just educating them in that sense is completely fine. So that's how I want to continue on with my generational wealth. Bye. I like that. I like yeah. that. I think starting them, um, you know, sooner the better. Like yeah. I've, I've had a savings account since I was nine years old. We would literally oh, wow. go like probably once a year with my dad, my brother, and I would go to the bank after saving like little coins Aww, that go. That is so cute. <laughs> a little change thing, and we think it was like, oh my god, a hundred bucks, and we would split it into our yeah. savings account. And every year we did that. Um, but I definitely think teaching your kids or teaching the youth, yeah, as soon as you can is the most beneficial. I think that it's actually very, very vital because I feel like I feel like a lot of people have always mentioned, I wish I learned about credit in school. Yeah. I wish I learned about scholarships in mm-hmm. school. And even though that's not, like, in the curriculum because I know, like, y'all have a set thing that you have to talk about. Every now and then, like, you know, get off topic and talk about, you know, the things that they don't actually teach us that mm-hmm. we need to honestly know about. Yeah. So I love that. Honestly, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like the conversations we had today were really good. Oh, I think, honestly. yeah, I feel like we had some good educational things. We talked about personal experiences, and I'm happy about that. Financial awareness. Woo! <laughs> well, with that being said, we just want to thank everyone for tuning in to our Ivy podcast. Please be sure to stay tuned on our Instagram and Twitter because we will be posting future events there and be on the lookout. And stay tuned for AKA Week. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.